So, you see that the women's lib movement started already in the Chumash. Uh, and, um, but it was very positive. Actually, uh, Rashi um, stands out the daughters of Tzlovchad. Uh, they, um, they wanted a portion of the land of Israel. Uh, what happened was, um, their father had died. He died in the desert. So, when they were allotting all the uh, pieces of land to all those that are Leila it's all those that were going to go to Israel, so they allotted it all to the um, to their father. Uh, but the father was dead, so he didn't get a portion. So it turns out that these daughters of Tzlovchot are not going to get the name of Tzlovchot. Tzlovchot's brothers got a portion, uh, but Tzlovchot himself didn't get a portion, and now his daughters uh, weren't getting an inheritance because God said that was to the men the men from, they counted them from 20 years and up, all those people that were counted from all the tribes, but it didn't count the women, so in this case, there was no man, there was no father there, so they came to ask Moshe Rabbeinu for a part in the land of Israel what? They couldn't give later, but they wanted their, their own entitled right. Maybe they were going to give them something else also, but that's, they wanted by right. They came to, we didn't know, I mean, they didn't get it yet. This was just a portion of what's going to happen when they come into Eretz Yisrael. Who's going to get the land? They didn't give it to them yet at that point. They got it later on. And there was a lot of adjustments, but they said by, that they're entitled to get a piece of land. So they get also a portion, just like the uncles are getting, and they don't have a father. So they wanted their uh, father's portion they wanted. It was the whole distribution there, I mean, Rashi explains, I mean, the Gemara, there's, in Baba Basra, there's various different explanations, exactly how it was. It went back, actually, each one that went out of Egypt, uh, it went back to that generation, then later on it was divided by their by the children who are going into Eretz Yisrael. So in this case, they asked for a piece of land. Rashi sta- says that it was uh, very noteworthy that while the Jewish people very quick to say, we want to go back to Egypt, they, the women are the ones that said, no, no, we want Eretz Yisrael, we want Israel. Rashi points that out. But in any event, they, they, uh, they said that um, their father had nothing to do with any of the rebellious activities that took place before in the desert. So, and therefore, they felt that it was their right to get a piece of the land of Eretz Yisrael. And as the Rebbe explains in the Sikha, that technically all the people that went out of Egypt were promised that they're going to go into Israel. That was the promise. God says, I'm taking you out of Egypt to bring you to the land of Israel. Now what happened in the middle when they went with the spies and they said, no, 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 we don't want to go to Israel, we want to go back to Egypt. So God says, well, you forfeited your rights to Israel. But God didn't totally take him away from them. God said to them, your children, they will be going into Israel. Which basically means that the children of those who went out of Egypt were the ones that were going to inherit the land of Israel. So, being that Slavcha did go out, uh, his ancestors, they went out, they came out of Egypt. So, that would entitle him to a portion in the land of Eretz Yisrael. Now, there was one more thing that they needed to clarify because perhaps you see that people who 
started up and spoke bad of Eretz Yisrael or ill of Eretz Yisrael, they forfeited sort of the portion of Eretz Yisrael. So, uh, therefore, uh, they, the, the, the daughters of Tzlovchot, as an introduction to their uh, request for the land of Eretz Yisrael for a portion, um, they said that uh, their father wasn't really involved in any of the attacks on uh, and the various different uh, attacks on, on, on against Moshe with the Korach and against the other things. So therefore, they should not really forfeit their right to Eretz Yisrael, and that's why wives? what? Did their uncles, uh, their father's brothers, allege otherwise? No, no, it, it wasn't. See, I think you're thinking that. It would not be on the account of their brothers. It would not be. It's not like their brothers inherited that part itself. Um, it didn't really work that way. In other words, they. I don't think that the brothers would have gotten a larger part just because. In other words, had its daughters of Tzlovchot not gotten their request, it wasn't on the account of the brothers. You know, they didn't. They didn't lose. They didn't lose anything or gain anything. It was just because what happened was that the people that went out of Mitzrayim got a portion based upon how many people were going into Eretz Yisrael. So if there was, let's say, three brothers over there, so they got three pieces they wouldn't get. Now they got a fourth piece, and the fourth piece was taken by the daughters of Tzlovchot. So they wouldn't be losing anything. But I, it's just, it's, um, it's, it's, it's amazing to see that... Um, uh, how important it is not to speak bad about Eretz Yisrael and about not only were the daughters wanting a part in Eretz Yisrael, wanted to be in Eretz Yisrael, but they actually had to sort of defend that there wouldn't be a reason for their father uh, to lose the portion of Eretz Yisrael because he wasn't involved in all the various different... Uh, Rebbe has a long talk explaining this, but saying sometimes we're very easy to... Uh, say bad things about Israel. Sometimes we're uh, quickly to say things bad about a Ben Yisrael, about a Jewish person. But you see over here that uh, they, they were demanding and the rights came because they said that their father wasn't involved in any of these machlokis and everything else and that's why they actually deserve a portion in Eretz Yisrael. And um, Israel also means uh, a, port in, a portion in Gan Eden, a portion in uh, in the, in the spiritual Eretz Yisrael, and staying away from from Machlokis and staying away from other troubles uh, is something. Even though he had a virus, you know, he was. Rashi right, says he was either the one that was Mekoshe Shetzim, maybe he was the one that collected the wood that we read about, and maybe he was the one that uh, uh, they tried to go up uh, to uh, back when Hashem said they shouldn't go up. He wanted to go up to Yisrael, so he had other other things. But as long as he didn't get involved in the Machlokis. And along he didn't go in with the uh, with the other uh, sinners in which they ganged up. Uh, then it's it's okay. So you have to. So sometimes if you have a personal shortcoming, that's okay. That what that's what we can deal with. But uh, the thing what one needs to be careful is um, as Rashi says over here that. Um, 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 uh, is that he wasn't uh, he wasn't from the complainers he wasn't in the group of Kodach, uh and he only did his own thing so 
that's not something which, gonna, which is going to stop him. And we see how much the love of Eretz Yisrael, how important it is, and um, that uh, it is actually the women that carry through uh, a lot of our uh, um, uh, faith and a lot of determination is based on the women. They, they continue to believe and stay strong uh, instead of giving up and throwing in the towel and going back. They, they stay strong and that's, that's what helps us in this Golos also. It's this chus of the women, uh, Tzitkoni is the righteous woman that will take us out of Golos. Yeah, what do you want to say?